0: Pastor Adam, you were motivated to make a very noticeable change in your church's seating arrangement in, in the pews. Tell us about that.
1: Early on, um, I'm a fairly new pastor here, only been here six months at this point, and as I was getting to know the congregation over the summer, there was a, uh, it was a couple, kind of middle, middle-aged couple, that was seated out in our narthex, and um, you can see through the divider wall at the back of our sanctuary into our narthex. And, um, of course, folks don't typically sit back there during service, uh, but I w- was able to see that he was uh, in a wheelchair. And it didn't take long to, to figure out they were longtime members of the church, and he'd had uh, a spinal condition worsened and so was confined to a wheelchair uh, for mobility. So it happened once. When it happened the second time, a few weeks later, I was just like, this this is not a a viable way for them to engage in our congregation. With the church I grew up in, uh, in Richmond, Virginia, right across the aisle from where my family sat, it was actually, it was a shortened pew. And that was the first place I'd ever seen it. And I'm thinking like, yeah, we, we can cut some pews so Jerry and Laura can be inside what we consider our sanctuary. And Yeah, after that, after seeing it, it was a pretty easy sell for our trustees. I was like, hey, what's it going to take to get this family in here with the rest of us? Was
0: the project itself very costly?
1: I think $2,500 did it. We had a firm out of Kentucky, a small town in Kentucky. They, They specialize in church seating. I think it was like one guy and his assistant. So we're not talking a huge operation. And they did the work in two days we You probably can't see it in in the photos we did both sides of the sanctuary, so it's it's a mirror image. We cut out um, space on both sides, so yeah, two days worth of work twenty five hundred dollars and and it was done
0: now the the man you were concerned about uh jerry lamb what how did you react to this
1: i mean they were they were astonished when when the work was done, and they were able uh to come back to worship, and that's probably only been uh, probably about six weeks or so. Over the summer, right about the time the project was getting underway and the work was getting done, he went in for another spinal surgery. And um, so he had a a long road of recuperation before he was able to be out and about. One thing that probably didn't show up in all the, the reporting so far when I had the when I had the idea and was and was concerned about it, I reached out to Laura and said, "Hey, this is something that I'm pretty adamant about. I want this to be in place for your family." and And her response was like, "I appreciate it. Like y'all don't need to go to put in any additional effort for us." And I was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna pursue this." And um, so they were aware that something was in the works. But yeah, their first Sunday back, they they utilized it, and we've had uh, older adults. We've had uh, we have a a young man who is getting chemotherapy treatments at St. Jude's, and so when he's in town, um, he and his family sit there. I mean, it's 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 been utilized by a number of folks,
0: and this received some some national attention. Were you surprised about that?
1: Um, I. <laughs> I've been surprised by folks who have reached out from various segments of my life and segments of ministry who are nowhere near Tennessee and said, hey, I saw this on my news feed. I saw this on my subscription. Hey, I'm in small-town America somewhere, and I, I knew them 15 years ago, and they're like, wow, can't believe this. So, yeah, I mean, it stuff like that goes viral pretty quick. Our our local hometown newspaper just ran it on the front page a couple days ago. So yeah, I mean it's just it's a. I think folks are probably moved to see uh, a community of faith doing good works in this kind of way and and making space. And uh, I mean, good news is a little hard to come by sometimes. So I think it gets received well when it shows up.
0: I hear that. Do you think that this decision, uh, what you did, could maybe have a domino effect around the country and other churches and other buildings or workplaces?
1: I really hope. I really hope that someone sees it and and gets inspired by it. Um, I know the luxury of new churches or maybe churches that have been built in the last ten or fifteen years is they've got uh, movable movable seating arrangements, multi purpose rooms, and so. Uh, their accessibility is kind of baked in right from the start, which is which is great. A previous church I served recently, we were able to do that. When uh, accessibility concerns came up, we just took a few movable chairs off the end of our rows, and were able to uh, do the same thing that we did here. I think for smaller churches or older churches, it's probably it, it's probably a money concern would be my hunch, or they don't have somebody who has a uh, a very clear mobility need, like right there at that time, and so they're thinking, "Well, why would we make space if like no one's here to use it?" So it's like, which comes first in that setting? Does someone have to show up and have nowhere to sit before somebody takes action? I hope it doesn't take that long.
0: All right. So, uh, going back to when you were seeing Mr. Lamb and the family. The narthex and so forth, you know, you started kind of calculating in your head at that point. But what what was in your heart, you know, when as a pastor, as a a brother in Christ, you know, what what was flowing right then when when you realized what was going on
1: in the midst of preaching? Because I could, of course, like see the whole the whole community and and see all the way to the back of the sanctuary into the into the foyer into the narthex. It was, it was heartbreak first that somebody physically could not be in sacred space with everybody else. And I wanted to do whatever it was as quick as I could to, to rectify that um, for physical mobility. But for somebody not to have a place in a community of faith is uh, cuts against the grain of the way I, I want to be in ministry. Um, And so I've always looked for ways to to open up the community of faith for for others to find a spiritual home and, and be in relationship. And in this case, it just happened to be physical mobility.
0: Pastor Adam, I really appreciate you sharing with us. Thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Richard. Thanks for your time.